throughout Britain, men and women are foregoing the 9 till 5 jobs introduced during the industrial age as they embrace new technologies within the digital revolution. And these two chaps are here to help. Welcome to the Powerful Nonsense Podcast, the show about mindfulness and entrepreneurship in the digital economy. With your hosts, Wayne Ingram and Jem Yildiz. Winter is totally here. It's a little bit chilly outside. It is freezing out there. For some people. Some people have been warm in their house. That's true. I, however, had to trek across East London this morning to get here to record this episode. Well, you had a tea waiting for you. I did. Thank you, Jen. Exactly. I'm very grateful. No problem. Those are the sacrifices I make to help produce powerful nonsense, which, of course, is this show... Yeah, <laughs> just in case, just yeah, in case you were like, I, I'm actually after, I don't know, Pat Flynn. Pat Flynn. <laughs> <laughs> we're not Pat Flynn. I'm not Pat Flynn. Jem's not Pat Flynn. Jem's yeah. Jem. I'm Wayne. Cool. So, um, <laughs> hope you're. I hope you're all doing good. Um, so, um, Wayne, should we kick off with what the actual episode is going to be about? Oh yes. Although I guess I'm guessing people already kind of know by the title that we put out. But let's yeah, but just... they might just have it on their playlists, not even have looked at the title, just gone, yeah, powerful nonsense. Because of course they're on their playlist. It's got to be good, good, right? Exactly. Right. So, <laughs> in case you haven't looked at the title, this episode is about reinvention of oneself. I. I. Cool. So, um, <laughs> should we should we kick off with uh, what, what we mean by reinvention? Like, why should people even give a damn? Yeah. So, um, reinvention is something I think is very important to do um, because. I mean, <laughs> I was going to jump straight to the end note that you've put on, <laughs> put on the uh, on the show. Notes. Closing for you. Yeah, but but it's it's something that kind of needs to happen on a regular basis because it's so so easy to just drift away from what your goals are um, in terms of emotional, personal, and career-based stuff. Um, and I think a regular sort of reinvention kind of helps you get back on course. I think one of the big problems is, like, people are just not aware of, like... Most people don't even know if they are reinventing. I mean, like, mm-hmm. like we we've, we spoke about before, like, people kind of leave education or you kind of get into a job and then you kind of just forget whether or not you're making progress. It seems like life yeah. is just sort of passing you by. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, it, you kind of finish your degree, you go out into the real world, and then it's kind of like, this is the start of the rest of my life. And it's like, okay, that's great. It's like, yeah, but, close off that growth phase. Yeah, you kind of go, right, I've, I've done my education now. I have, I am the man I'm going to be for the rest of my life. And that's kind of the wrong attitude to take, I feel. But I think as well, you've got to think about it. Like, even though people might not be aware that they're actually reinventing or like they, they don't know if they are. I mean, by just not being aware that you're reinventing, you're actually reinventing yourself in a way that you're, because you're, you're not aware, you're constantly growing, uh-huh. you're constantly changing. Uh-huh. So if you decide to go into that job and no longer change, what you're doing is just reinforcing the fact that you're you're not getting any better. So I think if you're if you're alive, you're constantly in a sort of a mm-hmm. state of reinvention. Mm-hmm. But whether or not it's a good one or not is well, a yeah. I thing. think I think once you get into that job and you start your career, you do go into a phase of reinvention. Except if you're not 
aware that you're doing it, you kind of go into reinvention autopilot, which may not necessarily be a good thing. <laughs> That's definitely a good way of putting it. It's sort of like just sitting back and hoping that things will happen. It's <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know, I won't water the plant, but we'll see if it'll still grow and it kind of grows a bit mangled up and kind of... <laughs> if at all. <laughs> <laughs> if at all. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's why... Uh, conscious reinvention, I think. Oh, I like that. That might actually be the title, Conscious, conscious reinvention. reinvention. It sounds a bit more clever as well. So long as I get credited for it, that's fine. So I guess people <laughs> kind of, I guess a good place to start is like, how are the people, how are you aware if you're actually reinventing yourself in, if you're very conscious with your reinvention? Like, how can people tell whether they are or not? Or Yeah, well, I mean, the, the first thing really is to kind of know who you are in a kind of, wanky kind <laughs> know yourself stare at yourself in the mirror uh, for a few yeah. minutes who am I <laughs> who do I want to be <laughs> but, but just kind of you know being kind of honest with yourself knowing where your weaknesses are knowing where you know your strengths are and, and that sort of thing like if, if one person says yeah well you're actually a bit of a knob to be honest because you're always putting people down if one person says that it's fine it's no problem but then if like you hear that on a regular basis from multiple different people. You kind of need to stay yourself in the mirror <laughs> and say, am I a knob? Am I putting people down? <laughs> for example, for example. So you just kind of really have to just kind of look at who you are personality-wise, ambitions-wise, emotionally, relationships-wise, health-wise, every, every aspect. Um, and I think you can kind of uh, do the whole year in review thing. Mm-hmm. from the Foundation podcast, um, starting from nothing, um, which I think is a good place to start with this sort of thing because you, you're looking at your achievements, but then you can also look at it from a perspective, okay, why did this happen? Why has that happened? Um, and, you know, is it something that I have to solve through my personality? Another good thing, I guess, is, I mean, when you're reinventing, you kind of say, okay, well, I'm reinventing. What am I actually inventing for? Mm-hmm. And so I guess uh, another really good thing to do is to kind of plan out where you actually want to be like you cannot reinvent you cannot start doing these sort of daily habit changes monthly habit changes like year on year things if you don't know where you want to be in the future (laughs) yeah and it's it's not going to be like (laughs) i can't help but thinking of like the return of a wrestler after like a a 12 month hiatus and they come back with a whole new gimmick and they're like a whole new theme tune like everything it's not going to happen that quick like it's a steady steady process like you're not going to walk into work one week and then walk into work the following week and people are going to be like wow you i mean you could go for that radical change like cut off all your hair and like (laughs) change your dress sense (laughs) and and come in with your theme tune blaring out your phone <laughs> but I think people would think you're having a meltdown rather than <laughs> rather than reinvention <laughs> yeah no I think that what you say is really important like it is a gradual process mm-hmm. when you are changing yourself and you don't want to go so radically it's like people who jump into like fitness regimes or they try to eat super healthily and it, it fails after a couple of weeks because they've jumped in all in too quickly mm-hmm. and a lot of the time they haven't really looked at that sort of longer vision and sort of say okay this is a long game and I'm not going to just I don't know, tried to get that sort of quick win because it just doesn't last. Your brain's not ready for it. No, no. Um, so going back to, like, knowing yourself, because mm-hmm. I think that's an important place to start, I think it's also good to actually, and this could be a painful process for some, just ask people honestly, like, what are my weaknesses? Like, what are my flaws? Like, is there something about me that really pisses you off on a daily basis well now you're asking (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I think as well, as well, like, um, go to people that are close to you, go to people that work, like, around you, go to people, I don't know, whether that's your boss, whether that's your girlfriend, whether that's, I don't know, your close friends, or just email somebody, like, you haven't spoke to in a while and be like, oh, well, look, I'm just doing an evaluation of myself, I'd love it if you could just tell me what you liked about me when you met me, or what you didn't like about me, or, and then people will just give you their honest opinion, try, I mean, they'll try to, depends how. How you word it, obviously, you want to kind of be honest with people, say, look, I'm trying to change, this is something I'm trying to, I don't know, there's, there's better ways of wording things so that mm-hmm. you're not you're not going to get people just being like, oh, no, you're great, I really like you the way you are, and then I'm behind your back, they're like, no, he's dickhead. Yeah, <laughs> don't necessarily ask your mum. Yeah. She'll probably tell you, you're amazing. Yeah, exactly. And I think, yeah, that's the best way to get some sort of honest feedback. And then when you get that feedback, it's kind of like sitting down and processing it and then also lining it up against what you want to be. So is it is it you want to kind of be an entrepreneur, you want to create your own business, but because you're lazy and you don't get up in the morning and because you're never on time, are these the little things that you need to kind of tweak and change mm-hmm. to kind of get towards those sort of mm-hmm. goals? So then I think after you've kind of got all of that stuff, you've identified your weaknesses from your perspective, from other people's perspectives, and and obviously your strengths as well, because I think that's also important. Um, then I think you need to really think about like the identity that you want to have, mm-hmm. which has got to come from you. Like again, it's not you can't just put on this false kind of like I I could never uh, certainly not instantly be like. Oh yeah, I'm a meathead now. <laughs> I don't think anybody would believe that. Or I couldn't walk down the street like, yeah, well, I'm, they, I'm a cool dude now. Well, they do say fake it till you make it. But... <laughs> yeah, there's a certain degree. I think that you, you initially you're going to have to do that because the, these personality traits or these habits um, aren't going to be habits or personality traits to begin with. So you are there is going to have to be a certain element of of pushing it um, and pushing the old kind of aspects of yourself away um, to invite the others in. So you are going to have resistance to begin with. Um, So you are going to have to fake it till you make it a little bit. Um, But yeah, so you need to kind of think about who you want to become and and also why you want to become uh, those things, Um, which I think comes from identifying your weaknesses, I think. Definitely. One thing I wanted to say as well is like we live in a time where things are constantly changing as well. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's like it's so important to make sure that you are changing regularly too. So if you aren't reinventing on a daily basis, it's like we had a quick discussion about sort of technology and how, how fast it's moving and how it's hard for like young people to keep up. And it's, it's the people that are struggling who have sort of not managed to kind of keep reinventing themselves mm-hmm. because reinvention is like a constant education. It's keeping up with what's happening in, in, the, in the work environment, what's happening with technology, with everything. And so if you're not reinventing, literally you're stagnating, so you're actually putting yourself at a disadvantage. Yeah, well, I, I look at it from, like, the older generation. It's like, I've always said to myself, I am never, ever, ever going to let myself get into the position where, like the older generation, I don't have a clue how certain pieces of technology work. Um, And a lot of the older generation do struggle with technology. They're like, I don't understand it at all. Um, But there's also an unwillingness sometimes from the older generation to go, okay, well, I need to get familiar with this. Um, And they stagnate and their businesses start to struggle. Um, I see it all the time. Um, and it's just things like that, for example. Like, do I want to be someone that's familiar with technology? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. So therefore, I have to put in the time and put in the effort to be familiar with technology. I remember when Snapchat came out, I was like, what the hell is Snapchat? Like, 
all the 16 year olds that I've worked with and stuff are like oh yeah are you on Snapchat I'm like what the hell is Snapchat mm-hmm. and then I'm going oh my god I'm falling behind oh my god so you have to just download so I ha- it yeah I download it see what it's about. exactly and it's just things like that I think sometimes make all the difference yeah and I think this it, it kind of works the same for like um like why people should become like entrepreneurs or why people should look into self-employment or if you, if you can see that people are being um, like people being cut back from the workforce or you can see that I don't know salaries are stagnating all these kind of things that you see should be reasons for why you should be reinventing because you're mm-hmm. thinking okay what was once there it, it no longer exists or mm-hmm. is no longer working mm-hmm. and therefore you have to make some changes so you have to kind of reboot the system mm-hmm. and kind of do a bit of a catch-up, really. Mm. I've got a question for you, actually. It's just sprung to mind. Why do you think some people are so adverse to reinvention? Like, because when I'm I'm just thinking about this sort of technology thing that we've just discussed, there are some people that are just absolutely unwilling to dive in. I think, really, it is definitely a mindset thing, but I think the problem is nobody bloody likes change. It's a a pain Mm. in the butt. It means effort to kind of figure out how to work something or to how to get your health back in order. It means you're going to have to work. And like like you say, like we can go back to kind of like that HMV mentality. It's like, no, we'll keep selling CDs in the same way that people sell Mm. CDs. And slowly by slowly, the ship's going down. And we can see it's going down, but we never want to embrace that technology or we never want to embrace some sort of reinvention of who we are. Mm -hmm. So that slowly, slowly, slowly. And people... People say that all the time, like, oh, I got fired because of, oh, they've got a bloody um, new machine that does my job for me. And you're like, well, at the end of the day, you kind of should have spotted that when they were kind of having someone in the show. (laughs) Showing you how to use it. (laughs) When when that machine was sitting at your desk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so it's kind of like you have to be super aware of, like, these things happening. It's just that people kind of get into that mentality, oh, I can't be asked, oh, I'll I'll sort it later. Like, it won't happen now. It'll happen, it's going to happen in a couple of months' time. And then Mm -hmm. the couple of months' time turns up and suddenly they haven't got into it. they haven't done anything and then it's like okay six months I've got a little bit longer it's like your health you kind of mm-hmm. leave it to deteriorate saying oh, I'll sort it after next year mm-hmm. I'll get it sorted no next month and so on mm-hmm. and so if you, it kind of it builds up as well so it's kind of actually a lot harder because the longer you're not kind of catching up and moving 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 forward yeah. that's it you're just gonna fall back and then you're just gonna be left, left out in yeah, the cold the resistance really. becomes stronger doesn't it if it's, it's like with um, anything um, like if you don't use certain muscles in your body enough, they begin to atrophy, and it's it's exactly the same thing with anything. Like if you if you stop engaging in something, the gap between the skilled and the unskilled gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and so it becomes tougher to build up to the level that you were before in this new area if that makes sense yeah definitely it's like what you just, we were saying earlier about like teachers not embracing technology in the classroom mm-hmm. it's like well we're busy already and now you're trying to tell <laughs> yeah. us to learn something yeah. more and it's just like the massive resistance there and so they don't make the change and there was another thing I was um I was uh, listening to yesterday Brian Tracy because I was thinking oh we're doing a bit of a reinvention so he had a talk on reinvention and he had this sort of this uh, I guess it's a methodology where he was saying it's all about E versus E Mm-hmm. And he was saying it's entertainment versus education. Mm-hmm. And he said, you've got to kind of find what your ratio is. And so a lot of the time, most people are maybe spending, I don't know, uh, 50 to 1 of their time on entertainment or these kind of things that take them away from themselves, mm-hmm. where they've got this, I mean, for every 50 hours of entertainment, you're doing one hour of education. Mm-hmm. Like that is a serious lack of reinvention because mm-hmm. suddenly you are going to fall behind massively. Like look at the speed of information. It's coming out so fast, but also... The accessibility of the information that's yeah. available so yeah. it's actually nowadays I would say it's easier to reinvent yourself it's way easier to kind of learn about this stuff you can get ebooks for cheaper you can kind of jump ahead but most people mm-hmm. have kind of got that 
E versus E out of balance. And yeah. so it's kind of actually really kind of reassessing yourself and saying, oh, actually, am I doing enough? Am I, am I investing in myself? Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to raise this question mm-hmm. as well. I love these questions, Wayne. Keep them coming. <laughs> Thanks. I will. Um, so we're living in an age, you'll hear it from all sorts of podcast hosts and all this sort of thing, um, of authenticity. Like, gone are the days where corporations can, you know, pretend to be something that they're not. Gone are the days where individuals can start saying, oh, yeah, well, I've done this. Um, because it's much more easy to get found out with things like that mm-hmm. because of the joys of technology, social media, the internet, etc., etc., etc. You're asking a proper fan question, aren't you? Um, <laughs> I don't think so. Um, my question basically is, is if you're reinventing, right... Is reinvention an inauthentic thing to do? Because you're faking it till you make it kind of thing. Is is reinvention innately inauthentic? Um, I would say no, because I think uh, human nature is about reinvention. And so whenever you kind of go against the fact that you want to change or you want to adapt, mm-hmm. then I think you're being inauthentic because you're kind of stagnating in what you believe is 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 good like at that moment it's like the people who were trained for the factory they are being so inauthentic to what human nature is about growth that they stay in such a stable environment Mm -hmm. and i think we spoke about this back in podcast i can't remember when we interviewed mans and um Mm -hmm. what's his name Kyle Ashenroder, and he was talking about the book Anti-Fragile, and that is how humans are. We're meant to be anti-fragile. We're meant to be kind of very flexible, constantly adapting, constantly changing. So when you kind of try to say that, actually, I am in a position where this is how I stay, you become like a statue. You mm-hmm. become like when you're dead, you get rigor mortis, your body is stiff, and yet we believe that if you're being hugely inauthentic, inauthentic to yourself, when you stay in such a sort of restricted sort of way and that is what today's technology today's environment today's workplaces or the world we live in literally you cannot be that you do have to be anti-fragile you have to be flexible we have to be adapting mm-hmm. what what technology we used to tw- tweet last week is now longer no longer good enough or the social media platform that we use to promote something is no longer good enough mm-hmm. and so if anything, I think like to be the most authentic to yourself as a human you've got to constantly be changing that was a bloody good answer. <laughs> and that was just off the cuff. <laughs> just as I do. Um, okay. I don't I don't think I need to pursue that anymore. I think you answered that really bloody well. Well oh, done. Thank you. thank you very much. Well done. Oh, great. Um, so how important do you think are visual reminders to your reinvention? Because I know you're big on visual reminders. Am I? Yeah. Because oh, you've get... used them yourself. Yeah, no, so, I do. Go, talk about visual reminders. Go! Visual reminders. I think, to be honest, though, visual reminders play into that sort of, um, like I say, and having that future plan. So if you kind of know where you want to be in, say, mm-hmm. three years' time and you're breaking it down into segments, mm-hmm. then you just create an environment where you're kind of around the things that are, are kind of simu- stimulating you uh-huh. to kind of move forward. It's like every day on my Instagram I've got like a whole load of people who are like inspirational quotes I've got Mm -hmm. super healthy people I'm seeing constantly Mm -hmm. I've got on my um, YouTube subscription I've got all these sort of Brian Tracy Mm -hmm. you've got Eric Thomas you've Mm -hmm. got healthy sort of people and then if every morning as we know most people wake up and we're looking at technology so if anything you can actually put all this stuff into your environment like our visual minders if we know we're on social media why not make social media our platform to kind of expose ourselves to where we want to be or who we want to be. I totally haven't thought of that. 
I'm just coming out of all kinds I of stuff. I certainly hadn't thought of that. And so for me, if, if, that's, if, if social media is the environment that is the bit that you're looking at the most, why not make that your sort of conservatory of sort of just pure inspiration? So mm-hmm. I know every morning I've got, so many, as I say, on Instagram, I'm looking at healthy food, I'm looking at healthy people. When I look at Instagram, the next thing I want to do is jump up on my pull-up bar and start doing a few pull-ups because I'm like, damn, that person's looking good. Or that quote says, if you don't grind, you're going to da da And so these kind of little, little visual stimulus that most people use just to look at BuzzFeed and laugh at stupid things they're wasting their time i'm using my what i know currently the the people around me are mm-hmm. kind of looking at 24 7 and so am i so why not use it to my advantage it's like i also put out like an instagram post the other day saying most people are using sort of like digital technologies like it's junk food like mm-hmm. we all moan about eating junk food mm-hmm. but most of us are eating junk food for our brain with the technology i'm saying actually switch that around and turn what you're putting into your mind, these little visual stimulus, such as the videos, the Instagrams, the Facebooks, get rid of all those rubbish people mm-hmm. and make it a place that's literally spurring you forward so that you're making these constant sort of reinventions. I hadn't thought of that. Well, you kind of are in a way. Like, certain things you like on Facebook are going yeah, to yeah, jump yeah. in your stream and they're going to make yeah, you kind of, of course, look at it. of course. But you can but I hadn't conscious. I hadn't consciously thought... I mean, obviously, that, you know, I've talked about, you know, negativity on Facebook and things like that and how I try and remove that from my feed. But I hadn't really looked at it the other way. I'd, I'd looked at it from the removing the negativity rather than the input of, yeah. of the positive. So Well, you know, the podcast episode is about conscious reinvention. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I know what my next thing is. Um, <laughs> but I was thinking about things like, um, you know, once you've set your you know the person that you want to be and this that and the other obviously you can do that on social media but i was thinking of things like pictures on your wall and things like that how much do you think that i think it is but you've got to think like again i'll say it back to go to the platform that you're going to be most visual yeah i'm in my room every now and then and my room's got flowers and it's got nice little posters around here and there and it makes me feel calm but like how much of my time am i spending that room Mm -hmm. compared to how much am i looking at my phone screen Mm -hmm. or my computer screen and so yeah put as many cues around as possible get around as many people as possible but just use what's there and just fill your space these little bits with these kind of things that are kind of going to mm-hmm. push you forward and another thing i just want to touch on what you said there is like where you said about like to be who you want to be i think too many people get kind of like stuck on kind of thinking okay there's a person i want to be like mm-hmm. there is that one person i see he's the one with the abs and he's <laughs> got his business he's super healthy but it's not about that i think you really have to kind of just say like these are the traits that I want to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are who, this is the kind of person, I want to be a healthy person and a healthy mm-hmm. person usually has abs or I want to be a, an entrepreneur, which means that I'm going to be like putting in work, I'm going to be mm-hmm. hustling hard, I'm going to be like constantly learning, I'm going to be constantly trying to do great for my customers and that's the, their qualities you want to be. So I'd say, mm-hmm. Don't try to put your who I'm gonna who I want to be on a pedestal in the future. Mm-hmm. Just say these are the traits I want to have now, and they will slowly lead to that. Which goes back to what English said about his desk. Keep your desk clean, and suddenly yeah. you you just start developing. You become a clean person. Yeah, definitely. Okay, good. Um, right, we're gonna have to start wrapping up soon. But I do want to touch on uh, James Altucher's five years of reinvention. Cool. Uh, which I, I hadn't found. actually heard of this. No, before. I hadn't. I found it on a blog post when I was researching for the episode, which I thought was really interesting. Um, so, basically, as we've said, like it's not going to be the return of a, of a wrestler after 12 months. You're not going <laughs> to have a whole new gimmick and all that sort of thing. It is going to be a long process. And this is kind of what James Altucher's touching on. 
Um, he says in the first year... Um, so year one of reinvention. Year, year one. Um, you're kind of... He says you're flailing and reading everything and you're just starting to do. So you're, you're testing things out. You're kind of trying things to... And you're kind of a little bit all over the place, but you're researching. Um, so if you want to be a healthy person, you're researching what it is to be a healthy person, that sort of thing. And then you start to put it into practice. The second year um, is, is, is all about kind of your network um, and what, you, what has become habits. Um, and he says that you finally know what the Monopoly board looks like in your new endeavours. So any new projects that you've got on, you've kind of sussed out how they're going to work and in detail and all that sort of thing. Um, and then in year three, he says you're good enough to start making money, which I think um, also applies to other things as well. So you've got to the stage where actually you're starting to see some benefits only in year three. Those, those abs are slowly coming through. Yeah, you're starting yeah. to be a healthier person. You can move better. <laughs> yeah. and, and suddenly all of the, the benefits of all these changes that you've made are starting to come in the third year so you spent the first two years building and getting into habits so it's only three years late or in the well two years later in the third year that you actually start reaping these benefits um, and then year four you're making a good living and then year five you're making wealth so those benefits start to um stack compound yeah, yeah that's the word i was looking for um so eventually you're getting into um multiples of benefits and then you can start you know, reinventing another quality which maybe compounds on that. Um, and so. I think it'd be faster as well if you're doing the second time around. But one thing I want to say is like what you said there, like only in year three are you really going to start getting the results. And that's the problem in a way. But also like something that people need to see is like mm-hmm. when we say you're going to get resistance, that's normal. Mm-hmm. Like you've got to be thinking, yeah, it's okay. Today I'm doing 10 push-ups, but in three years I'm going to have that body or in three years I'm going to have my business flourishing and mm-hmm. whatever else. It's mm-hmm. just that... The hardest part is those year one and year two where you're kind of putting in the work or you're Mm -hmm. changing, you're reading, you're learning loads of stuff, Mm -hmm. but then nothing's really happening and you're kind of like, oh, well, why is this happening? And obviously this is just like a template. Like some people could actually be really, if you read a lot and you're already looking at stuff, you can actually be applying a lot faster Mm -hmm. and you can speed up Well, obviously I think it depends what you're you're actually looking at as well. Mm -hmm. Obviously certain things aren't going to take years, but the point still stands is that it's only about halfway through this process that you actually suddenly start reaping the benefits. And I think that's where people fall down. They start get, I mean, certainly with me, with like exercise and things, I'm going, when am I going to start seeing these abs? Like, <laughs> this is taking forever and I'm exhausted. Like, yeah. and I think that's where people fall down. They kind of lose sight of actually what they're trying to achieve. Well, they don't lose sight of it, but they kind of go, oh, this is too much like hard work. Yeah, yeah, there's no sort of in, there's no visual reward there, and they're mm-hmm. kind of like meh. Whereas like somebody who's like a sports star realizes, okay, it's coming, it's coming. I'll keep doing that free kick. I'll keep mm-hmm. taking that shot by myself, mm-hmm. and eventually I'm gonna kind of get there. So it's kind of just just knowing that you're gonna get there yeah. is sometimes a really good thing to kind of have in mind. Definitely, definitely. Cool. So are we gonna? Have we got any few bits here we're going to wrap up or um i think we i think we can start wrapping up here um i think we've covered pretty much everything we wanted to um i think one thing that, that should be mentioned is that when you are deciding upon your reinvention and who you want to be um i think it's important for it to be who you want to be and not who other people want you to be because then you're going to get into a little bit of inauthenticity I mean, obviously if people are as we said at the beginning you're a bit of a knob you're always putting people down obviously 
they don't want you to be a knob putting people down. And quite honestly, you probably don't want to be seen as a knob for putting people down all the time. Um, so there is going to be a middle ground there. But I think it has to come from you rather than from parents, parents employers, etc. Exactly. But the thing is as well, on that note, is if somebody else is setting your reinvention up for you, you got to realise that the, re- revis- the resistance is going to be 10 times worse because mm-hmm. it's already going against what you really want to do. So mm-hmm. you think, okay, well, I want to get it healthy. That's something I want. If someone else tells me I've got to get healthy, it's like even more. And it's something you don't want. It's just going to be a whole lot harder. Mm-hmm. I always think of the, the kid that's bullied at school. It's like by all the cool kids. And then the kids are like, oh, I'm not cool enough. So they try and be cool. And then because they try and be cool, everybody's like, you're not cool. <laughs> and then they get bullied even more because they're completely uncool. And they're even less cool for trying to be cool. <laughs> so don't be fake. Yeah, don't be fake. Yeah. Cool. Should we just put quickly go through, run through those few points, that little steps that people can take away or... Which points? Just the bits down there. Yeah, if you want to. So um, we've got a few points here that you five quick steps that you can kind of um, it's kind of a bit of a summarize I guess. But it's, um, the first step is create create that vision for your future. So know exactly where like where or who you want to be. What kind of traits do you have to build? Um, number two is write about your reinvention. So really sort of sit down like we said. Go go find people who can tell you about yourself and write down what you need to change to get those sort of um, to be that person you want to be. Number three is a... Oh, we're kind of going through these points anyway. It's kind of is a summary. So, yeah, surround yourself with a visual reminder. So, like I say, use your technology. If you're always on it, use that as reminders of where you're hoping to go. Mm-hmm. Um, number four, uh, now you have a, a vision of your future, break it up into workable tasks. And that's the thing, like, you've got to work back from three years or five years ago, work all the way back to, okay, what needs to get done this week? So that I'm, I'm, it's, it goes back to that Gary Keller book of the one thing, like what's the one thing you got to do this week that kind of leads on to this, the great month, to the great year, to the great five years, which is what we spoke about. And um, finally, it's like every day you go back to that vision and just kind of check in with yourself. Like, am I working towards it? Did I do the habits or the traits or the things that I need to get done today? That will get me that goal that's set five years in the future. And like, yeah, if you do that, literally, I think the last one, just checking in every day to say, okay, like you, I want to be an actor. Have I done things today or yesterday or anything like that that kind of lead me closer to being an actor and like you say they're going to compound and that's exactly mm-hmm. how interest makes you a lot of money and if you put that into your own own uh, self-development it's doing the same every day that you're in the game you're getting stronger whereas every other people are just dropping out the, the resistance mm-hmm. too much mm-hmm. cool so, so I'd like to wrap up with a little quote from James Altucher cool yeah I saw this quote so looking at very cool quote go for it um, the quote is the choices you make today will be in your biography tomorrow. Um, and then Altucher also goes on to say, you know, you're kind of clarifying what he means by that is, obviously, if you make really dull choices when it comes to your biography, it's going to be a really dull biography. So make really cool, really interesting, almost risky choices, and you'll have a really cool, exciting biography. Yeah, and if if you're that egotistical that you need a biography that you want people to read, no, I'm joking, I'm only playing. But Mate, mine's already... Half written. <laughs> well, it's like us. Today, we decided to do a podcast. So that's something that now is going to go down. Okay, these guys made podcasts. Like, what are you doing today? Are you just going to stay in bed? Are you not going to do anything? You're going to just let today go and pass you by? That was mm-hmm. a chance to kind of move towards that five-year goal. Because the five-year goal is usually the thing that everyone kind of praises you for. Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, oh, look, he did. He started that business. Or he uh, he got he became, I don't know, the captain of this football team or whatever else. 
that's the thing that people are going to kind of want to see in your biography, but they're not going to understand that you put in that day one work, which mm-hmm. took five years to get there. Definitely. And I just want to finish on one last little thing, and that is to say that reinvention should never stop. So, like, it has to be daily. Like, if you're doing your daily check-ins, you're going to know that every day you're checking in, you're doing the things that you need to do. I'm a bit of a health freak. Every day I say to myself, I'm going to read, I'm going to do some some form of exercise so that every day I know that the next day I'm waking up slightly cleverer, like, from what I did that day before. No, definitely. You, you're, Sorry. I was holding back an insult then. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say something wrong? No, 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 no. You said something. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like I say, day on day, I'm making sure that I'm reading, I'm making sure that I'm exercising so that I'm just a little bit stronger and a little bit wiser. And mm-hmm. I think that's what people should do. Cool. cool. So, I hope you've uh, reconsidered your own reinvention or kind of had a little uh, look at yourself and wondering, okay, are there things or places in my life where I might be stagnating? Are there Mm -hmm. things that I'm holding off from doing? Mm -hmm. Do I really want to let that resistance continue to build up? And hey, you don't want to be HMV, you don't want to go under late 10 years down the line and say, shit, I could have just started then and who knows where I would have been. Don't be HMV. Exactly. I think we need a t-shirt. Don't don't suffer from the HMV syndrome. Don't be HMV. New t-shirt. Exactly. Let's get on to English on that. Anyway. Cool. So. So, Stop doing this. (laughs) We're saying the same things at the same time. It's scary. I thought that was our gimmick. Oh, right. (laughs) No, No. go on. Go. (laughs) Um, So, uh, as always, we love, love, love your feedback. We'd love to know uh, what you want us to talk about. We also love iTunes reviews. We do. We do. So if you want to kind of leave a review on iTunes, then that's good. Just make it a good one. That'd and, um, yeah, if you want to sort of share what your reinvention is going to be, why not, like, email it over to us or tweet or say, look, you know what you guys said? I'm going to definitely reinvent on this. I'm going to get my health in order. I'm going to start reading. I've got a whole reading list on my blog as well, which you can kind of check out mm-hmm. to get you going. Mm-hmm. So head on over to powerfulnonsense.com and you'll be able to find all that sort of stuff on there. And so if you want to tweet me, you can tweet Jem at C-K-Y-I-L-D-I-Z or you can email me at Jem at powerfulnonsense.com and that's C-E-M. Oh, wow. So you've gone for email and and Twitter all in, all in one, one go. go. Yeah. You've, you've broken my system, man. Go for it. So if you want to... What did you do first? Twitter? Yeah. If you want to tweet me, you can tweet Wayne, because Jem said it in third person too. <laughs> you can tweet Wayne at Wayne underscore Ingram, or you can email Wayne at Wayne at PowerfulNonsense.com. Cool. So, um, yeah, have a great week. Have a little think about your own reinvention, and um, we'll see you next Friday. Stay anti-fragile. Ooh. Don't be HMV. Exactly. See you later, guys. Thanks for listening.